become best friends. Yep. Brains Brains. Brains. Didn't matter. Not, not, not Didn't mean anything. I, mean, I, I, I knew you were going to say that, but that ain't going to happen. I mean, first of all, he's a nobody, so... Yep. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy Big Tone back at you with Sports Smorts. We got Mike Nice in the building. Yo. We got two special guests with us tonight. I'm going to have these gentlemen introduce themselves. What up, what up? It's Dan. Yeah, Dan the man. I'm a special guest for tonight. Don't know much about sports, but I love to watch it. <laughs> My guy. And Ego, Ego on the mic. I'm in here for tonight. Let's go. Good to have you, boys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for jumping in, I should say. Like a lot of... Last minute stuff going on here tonight, but let's get right into it, man. We had a really good weekend of sports. Um, Want to apologize for the technical difficulties on our previous episode. That one's now up, episode 61. You can hear what we talked about, what we picked for our UFC fights. You can listen to our picks for this previous Sunday, week 10, but we're going to get right into week 10. Um, we're going to start off with the... We talked about the Thursday night game. We saw what happened there with the Panthers and the Falcons. Uh, let's go right into Sunday morning. So we had a 9-30 game, the first ever regular season game in Munich, Germany. You had the Seahawks and the Bucks going at it. Uh, that, I watched the game. I thought it was off to a very, very slow start. But shout out to the fans in Munich because they were lit. Like, they were lit. Dudes were singing uh, John Denver, Country Road, Take Me Home. Like, while the game was playing, Tom Brady took a snap, and he, like, talked about it afterwards. He was like, yo, that was cool. He's like, that was dope. That was super cool. So we did 21-16 to 16 was the score. The Bucks ended up winning. Um, again, it was off to a very, very slow start. It was off to a slow start. Um, but I got to say, the rookie running back out there, uh, Rashad White, he really, really had a great game. Um, he's one of my ballers of the game, him and Geno Smith. But Rashad White ended up with 22 carries for 105 yards. Um, outplayed Leonard Fournette. I mean, Leonard Fournette started the game and played most of the snaps. But this kid, this kid's the next one, man. And Fournette ended up getting hurt with a hip flexor. He they got taken out. So Rashad White came through, balled out. Uh, the wide receivers were a little quiet. Chris Godwin had a good day. But I will say, uh, Geno Smith, man, I know we talked about him on the past couple. We're talking about him all season, realistically. Uh, he balled out too, man. He was he went 23 for 33 with 275 yards and two touchdowns. Had a great day. Had an awesome day. So that if you got to watch that game, um, I thought it was super, super cool. Yeah, Chris Godwin, I believe, had the – or Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, and Leonard Fournette had the three touchdowns for the Bucks. I know, I think it was DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett had the touchdowns for the, uh, or maybe just Tyler Lockett. I can't remember. It was, it was a long Sunday. It was a long day of football. Uh, yeah, Tyler Lockett, I'm good in. Yeah, uh, Goodwin, thank yeah, you. Good yeah, one. Goodwin had the other touchdown. That's the guy to look out for, man. He's under. He's flying under the radar for them. Um, he, I feel like every team he's played for, he kind of flew under the radar because he was never a number one. You know what I mean? Yeah. He like. Played into the 49ers. He had Debo out there, Brandon Ayuk. He's like, all right. You know what I mean? But I'm glad that uh, Geno Smith is looking at him a lot. So I really, really like that for him because he's dude's a good ball player. He just never really had an opportunity to, like, besides with the 49ers his past two, like, the past two years, and then going to Seattle is, like, when he really got to shine. 
Look at Geno Smith. He's shining too. So Love they're both it. helping each other right now. Absolutely. Geno Smith is uh, what I like to call a, a redemption story. You know what I mean? He didn't have a good time in, with the Jets, all that drama. Dude goes and like sits behind Drew Brees, bounces around a little bit more. Who would have thought Russell Wilson would get traded to the Broncos and then he has an opportunity to start over Drew Locke, which I think was the better decision. I don't think Drew Locke has it yet. Um, we'll see. We'll see. They're, uh, and that division's up for grabs, The both of them, the NFC uh, South and the uh, NFC West. I mean, Seattle's on top right now, but you got a nice little uh, 49ers team. I don't know what's going on with the Rams. We're going to talk about them in a little bit. But, yeah, I, I thought this was a great way to kick off Football Sunday. I thought this was a great game. The second half was absolutely at way better than the first half. So, we'll see, man. Well, shout out to the Bucks for winning that game. Tom Brady, you know, two in a row for him, finally, after all the drama going on in his personal life. I know he's probably happy as hell. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of stress to carry. Yeah. Especially when you uh, throw a damn ball. Exactly. I mean, dude was throwing the ball like. Dude. Once Tom Brady gets over this whole thing, he's going to start. Oh, it's a wrap. It's going to be a monster. Did you see the text message that he sent to Antonio Brown? Yeah, but then they say that was from like a, like a year ago or something. I've, that looks like it was something pretty uh, recent. I think that was like, I thought I read that it was from like a year ago. I mean, it could be. It, but either way, that that's like, I didn't understand why he did, why he did that, why he released that text message. I know I don't do it. It doesn't make him look good. No. It makes Tom Brady look like a pretty like a decent person. Look makes him look like a like a man who yeah. handled it correctly where like A B's going out there and like putting up Instagram posts of like him and Tom Brady's now ex wife, like hugging and shit, like making all these like I don't know. Just putting thoughts out there that shouldn't really be out there unless it's true, obviously. But like come on man, like that dude took you in his crib, got you a contract in New England. Got you a contract in Tampa Bay, and you won a Super Bowl, and then you go off the deep end. I, I, I've always said it, man. He's never been right, and everybody knows. Everybody that hears this knows exactly what I'm talking about. He's never been right since that hit when he played for the Steelers. That dude Burfett, I believe his last name is, linebacker. Yo, he. I just don't think he was ever the same after that because he got smoked, like bad, knock, knock the fuck out, and he hasn't been right since. You know, think about it this way. He got traded to Buffalo. I don't want to play in Buffalo. One of the best teams in football right now. Yep. Goes out to Vegas, or at that point they were still in Oakland. Yeah. Something with the helmets. Yeah. Understandable. That that's a <laughs> that's a solid like defense. Like, oh, we need to work on the helmets. But then it got to the point where he was just like taking advantage of it. And then you finally get the opportunity to play and you go play with single handedly the best quarterback ever. And I hate saying that, but Tom Brady. Yeah, he gets you all your incentives in New England yeah. to make you money, and then he talks to these dudes in Tampa, and he's like, "Yo, let's let's go out there and win a ring." And that's exactly what they did. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. this guy's looking out for you more than anybody else in your circle, more than anybody else in your NFL career. Because apparently, he had issues with Big Ben, which I can see that a lot of people don't like Big Ben. Yeah, but at one point, Antonio Brown was the in my opinion, he was the best wide receiver in the NFL. I don't think I, I mean it's debatable, but when he played, he was the best. 
and now he's can't even get a job. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's a shame. It's a shame, dude. It really is. Um, but yeah, that that Bucks team needs to figure out what's going on down there. Were they five and five? Yeah, they're in first place right now. Yeah, and see South. Yep, it's their division to lose at this point, man. Because I don't really see the Saints doing much, especially after this weekend. They should win. Yeah, this yeah. should go on a nice little hot streak, I believe. Definitely, and we'll see what happens with the uh, the Panthers as well, because I think they just named Baker Mayfield the starter. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Last time he start, last time he came in for PJ Walker, he balled out, but they still lost. It's still long season. Yeah, it's a, exactly. It's week eleven. We got six weeks of regular season. Yeah, man, I can't wait. This is my favorite time of the year. So yeah, it's a good way to start off NFL Sunday, and then I want to get right to the game of the week. My game of the week. I think America's game of the week. The Minnesota Vikings and the Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah. That was a good game. Yo. That was a good game. Shout out to my boy, Perk Thuggins, a.k.a. Kirk Cousins. He came through. Yeah. He came through. He usually don't. Nah. But he came through in these tough situations. 1 p.m. Kirk is a different man. When he plays 1 o'clock games, he's a different individual, man. This... This game was unreal. Um, the Vikings ended up winning in overtime. Yeah. You know, a lot of people were saying, oh, Josh Allen wasn't healthy. Josh Allen wasn't healthy. In my opinion, it didn't even matter. They put up 30 points. He didn't, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, Stefan Diggs had 12 receptions for 128 yards. You know what I'm saying? Like, granted, they had rushing touchdowns, whatever. Devin Singletary had two on the day. Gabe Davis had a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they put up a good fight. But Minnesota going into Buffalo, and everybody was talking shit about how Minnesota hasn't had a great schedule. I mean, listen, the only loss they have is to the Philadelphia Eagles at that point going into this game. Justin Jefferson is a freak of nature, dude. Ten receptions, 193 yards, and a touchdown. No. Like, that dude's going to go down – Man, it's his second year, right? Second year in the league, and he's already just unbelievable. And he's fun to watch. That battle was dope. That was like a wide receiver battle. Uh, Stephon Diggs versus Justin Jefferson. They put on a show. <clears throat> they put on a show, man. You got a Viking and an ex-Viking. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, It was only a matter of time, like, till that matchup happened. I just think it was going to be a little further down the road. I didn't realize they played each other this particular season. Um, you know who else had a hell of a day, too? My guy from Florida State, Dalvin Cook, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's doing a very good performance. I Absolutely. saw I saw um, on OT, it had 12, um, 12 Bills players on um, on one game. Yeah, there too many yeah, men yeah, on the field. Yeah, and the officials didn't call it out. There was a lot of things that happened in overtime that were sketchy, or like towards the end of the game, like uh, that Gabe Davis catch. <clears throat> On the on the sideline, right? So, Josh Allen, like, time's running down. All right, we got to get down the field. <sighs> Launches it. Dude makes a diving catch, like, towards the uh, out of bounds. But when he catches it, it looks like it hits the ground in between his arms. But they didn't call it. They just kept it pushing. Mm. But there was a lot of plays like that towards the end of the game. Yeah. You could tell they were like, yo, we got <coughs> to keep this competitive here. Like, yeah. the refs were like, yo, we got to do something to keep this game going. So, long story short, 
Minnesota went into Buffalo and won, which no, I don't think a lot of people thought was going to happen. No, they should never went to overtime, though. No, you I agree. Thirty seconds, give them too much. Why yeah. not? I mean, it, both of those offenses should are stop so them. exactly. They're so high powered. It's like tough. Like you don't know what they're going to do. Like Kirk Cousins, like I said, Kirk Cousins at one p.m. is like a completely different quarterback than any other time. And then you got Josh Allen, hurt or not. I mean, dude still threw, for, I think, for like 250 yards or more. But that's why I picked Minnesota to win, because I know he was kind of hurt. 330, right? So. Yeah, that's exactly. A lot of, I went in, I took the I took the spread on that game. It was seven. So I was like, I'm taking Minnesota plus seven. Why not? Like, anything's possible in this league. yeah. And uh, thank God it worked out in my favor. Cause, but then, of course, after I hit, I was like, I should have took the money line. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, I didn't have that. I didn't think they were going to win, but I was nice that the Vikings won. I'm glad they won. I'm glad the Vikings won. They're running away with that division. Ain't nobody stopping no, them. No, no. No. Finally. The- Packers ain't stopping the Vikings this time. Mm-mm. They're always stopping them. Yeah. I mean, the, the Bears are trying, but I think it's a little too late for them. They're trying. Uh, they lost to the. They did lose to the Lions this weekend, which I thought was crazy. But the Lions are also like playing different. They got a lot of confidence under their belt after beating Green Bay last week. Yeah, Excuse me, Week Nine. Week Nine, I should say. And Green Bay just beat the Cowboys. Yeah, so. that's the revenge game for them. They were like, "Yo, we just got beat by the Lions. Like, we gotta win this next game." And you never know what you're gonna get out of Green Bay too. They can go on a nice hot winning streak as well. Aaron Rodgers could turn it on too. Absolutely. Maybe. So. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he's wired, so I think he's still got something. Something's cooking. Let's see what's going on. He had that rookie, um, what's his name, from the Green Bay Packers. Uh, it was connected Christian with Christian Watson. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, my bad. Uh, Christian Watson, yeah, nah, so. man. He was having a lot of issues with him in the beginning of the year. Dude got hurt. He came back. He had a drop pass in, like, the first quarter, I think. And then after that, it was, it was a rap city because – I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been very vocal about it. Like, if you can't catch the ball, you ain't supposed to be out here. Mm. You know, he made that – he said it, like, on national TV and, like, a bunch of press conferences, so. They could build on this. Yeah. This nice win. It was crazy. But shout-out to the to the Minnesota Vikings. I'm very, very happy and pleased that they won the game. Um, the other, there are a couple other games I want to talk about real quick. I know we covered them last week, what I thought the games of the week were going to be. That was the, definitely the game of the week. Uh, Jaguars in Kansas City. Um, I was interested. I hate Jacksonville with a passion. Um, but I was interested to see how they would play against Kansas City. Um, you know, I mean, let's be real. Pat Mahomes is, is special. You know what I mean? But Trevor Lawrence didn't have a bad day. Their run game really couldn't do much against Kansas City, and I believe the passing game, it was uh, Christian Kirk had a big day. We have 105 yards and two touchdowns, so they were able to air the ball out. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, had he went he threw the ball 40 times. Threw the ball 40 times. 259 yards and two touchdowns, both to Kirk. Rushing, he had 11, what do you have? Four carries for 26 yards? Yeah, their run game couldn't do much. Um, against Kansas City. But on the other side, Kansas City, I mean, Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes, let's be real. Dude had a stellar day. Four touchdowns, one interception. Dude for 331 yards. He's fucking killing it. Dude, he's unreal, man. He 
He's good. He's 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 going to do a lot of special things in his career. That di- and that division is clearly theirs uh, right now. Seven and two going into the week. I want to talk about another rookie running back, um, which I was really happy and impressed about. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco uh, for Kansas City. Um, he's clearly the number one. Uh, definitely took the job from uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He's going to be something good. We're going to see his touches pick up. Carried the ball 16 times for 82 yards. Again, against the Jacksonville defense. But 10-point game. Kansas City won 27-17. I thought it was going to be a little bit more of a high-scoring game on the Kansas City side. But Jacksonville put up a fight. They lost by 10. Um, kind of hard to beat Patrick Mahomes. Jacksonville ain't the team to do it. See ya. See you later. <laughs> couldn't couldn't happen to a better team. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the next game I want to talk about is the Browns playing in Miami. So the Browns and the Dolphins. Okay. You know, I'm at the water, dude. <laughs> I give, I I give I talk a lot of shit about Tua, and half of it is because two of our boys are diehard Dolphins fans. And we just got to do it. But this dude's having a fucking year since before he got hurt and after he came back. He's like, dude, he's unreal, man. So, like, his stats for against Cleveland, who's been giving teams a hard time, 25, to, 25 for 32, 285 yards and three touchdowns, right? Love that. Love that for him. But then you got the newest addition to that backfield, Jeff Wilson, who really put on the show. 17 carries, 119 yards, and a touchdown. They are basically turning into the 49ers of the past couple years. Uh, All their coaching staff, their head coach, obviously we know Mike McDaniels was a coach on the 49ers. He brought a bunch of people over with him. It's like homie out with the Jets. He was the 49ers defensive coordinator two years ago. He brought out a lot of 49ers with him. So Miami's on fire. They're seven and three. This is the first time they've been in seven and three since two thousand and one, which I thought was very very interesting. It's a long time. I know our our Gallo friends are uh, are quite happy about this, and I hate to sound like an asshole, but I didn't really have any ballers of the game for the Browns. Um, I think the only person that had decent numbers was uh, Donovan Peoples Jones. Uh, he had what five receptions for ninety nine yards. I mean, Nick Chubb didn't even do anything. He had a touchdown, but that's not that's not a Nick Chubb day. His numbers there. That is not a Nick Chubb day. So Dolphins are looking good. That AFC East completely flipped the script, dude. I love it. I love it. You got the Jets, the Dolphins, and Buffalo. That's your one, two, and three. But at the other side of it, too. The New England Patriots had a bye this week, but they're still over 500. So that's that that division's solid. The pa- the Patriots ain't the Patriots that we know, but that division's solid. Um, shout out to the Dolphins, they're rolling, they're cooking. Tyreek Hill's a maniac. Fucking Jalen Waddle's a maniac, dude. Like, look yeah, look at this shit. The Jets are technically in second place. Renzo. Shout out to Renzo. I know he's loving it. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, man, these divisions are... 
clearly see who the better teams are in the division. I thought the AFC West was going to be the best division in the league, but nope. <laughs> Not a chance, man. Maybe all the teams are just so good. That's why everyone's losing so much. <laughs> They're so good they can't win? I yeah, like nobody that. can win. It's just nonstop, man. Ah, I don't know. I'm ruining... I'm I'm rooting for the Jets, obviously. It's a good story. A lot of a lot of my buddies are Jets fans. Yeah. So, yeah. Dolphins steamrolled the Browns, thirty-nine seventeen. Let's uh, let's bring it to New York. I like this. Let's go to Texans Giants. Another game where I thought the Giants were gonna win by more than what they won, but needless, the Giants pulled off the victory, twenty-four to uh, sixteen. Yo, Barkley, dude, comeback player of the year. Can we can we can we say that as of right now? I think I, so. I like that. I think so, man. With the hundred and fifty two yards, I think yeah. so. You know, dude, <laughs> Hell he's, yeah, he's dude. leading the league in rushing. Is nine hundred and thirty one rushing yards right now. He was supposed to be a bust this year. Everybody said it. He's not gonna be healthy. He's not gonna be healthy. Except what did Geno Smith say? Uh, you wrote me off, but I ain't right back. I ain't right that's back. What, that's, what Chad, that's, what, that's what Barkley's saying right now. Dude, they... The Giants are another team, man. God bless them. Ron roll. Actually might have a chance to win that division. We'll see. Dabo, man. Dabble. The Buffalo boy. I didn't put anybody down for the Texans game because nobody really impressed me. They didn't do much. Um, I'll give Davis Mills a little credit. He played a lot better than what I thought he was going to do. He threw for 319 yards. But Yeah, one touchdown. That's not too bad. Not bad, man. I mean, he's probably the only one. I mean, Jordan Aikens, I guess, but. He's mixing it up. Look at all the, all the receivers. Yeah. Throwing to everybody. Everybody he could, man. He's like the Oprah of. Quarterbacks. <laughs> you get a catch. You get a catch. Is it 319 yards and nobody had 100 yards? Do we think the Giants are the real deal? They, they continue this? No way. No? No? All right. Oh. They still need to. They crumble. Another year or two. They crumble. Not right now. I not, agree. not this year. I mean, they're, they're, they're seven, winning. They're, they're winning. It's crazy with they're no winning. with no wide, not even really throwing the ball to wide receivers, man. Like it's crazy because they have guys out there that can that are good at their position. And they just, I mean, Kenny Galladay sucks out of nowhere. He got traded. He went from the Lions to the Giants, and like he fell off completely. Sterling Shepard's out for the year. Darius Slayton's been stepping it up. They traded Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs. Um. I think the Giants win, obviously. I think they win another three games. Definitely get ten wins. I don't see why not. Yeah. Texans. They, they got some tough games coming up the next. Those, those division games, yeah. Four games. Divisional matchups. Divisional matchups. Yeah, who do they got coming up? Um, that's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, let's see. What's their next uh, couple games looking like? They got the Lions next. Yeah, scroll down to the bottom. We'll go down to week 11. Ah, close. 
So they got the Lions, Cowboys, Washington, Philly. And then after that, they got Washington, and then Minnesota, Indianapolis, and then they end the year against Philly. I didn't realize they haven't played Philly twice yet. That's going to be tough. Yeah, that's going to be tough. And Minnesota on Christmas Eve. Oof. Oof. Yeah, that's tough. They should definitely be. They should definitely be able to beat the Lions. Shit. As much as I love my Colts, they're probably going to beat the shit out of Indianapolis. Dude, it's probably going to snow. I'm going. I'm going to that game, dude. Either way, at Minnesota. Oh, the no. Colts game. Yeah, they're playing oh. at MetLife. Oh, New Year's New Year's Day. Yeah. That's I'm, do- dope. I'm doing it, dude. Fuck it. That's sick. Yeah, man. So we'll see. I think they win at least another three games, maybe four. Anything's possible in the NFL, man. They got two divisional matchups. You know what I'm saying? They got Washington twice, and they got Philly twice. That's tough. And those are good teams. Yeah. I mean, hey, Washington just beat Philly, so. Philly got eight wins. Yeah, they got their first loss this week on Monday night. Crazy. Crazy, dude. Yeah, we'll see. I think the Giants win another three or four. That's where I'm at. You guys say no, they don't keep this up. I respect nah, it. I respect nah, it. Nah, nah, I'm just fucking. It. I respect it. No, I, I think totally uh, win the next game. They should be able to win. They the could beat the Lions, Cowboys, maybe. Commanders are gonna we'll beat them twice. Philly beats them twice. Uh, they didn't have much left. Mm. Not just Damn. I'm just fucking. Around. Put it on. Text not here. He's supposed to be here. Yeah, it's on wax, dude. You heard that? Com- the Washington football team is going to beat the Giants twice, and Philly's going to beat them twice. So, Sheesh. So, only two more wins they can have. Yeah. Oh, well. Sorry, hey. Giants. Hey. You, gave it, you gave it a go. You gave it a go. <laughs> you gave it a go. <laughs> so. right. Next game I want to talk about, because I'm, I'm actually happy. Uh, the Colts actually got a win this week. New coach, Matt Ryan, back at the helm. Yeah. I didn't know that Matt Ryan was even playing the rest of the year. I I heard when they benched him, that was it. Oh, yeah, we were playing again? Come on, the, the Colts and the Raiders. Oh, here we go. Here yeah. Looking at his arm, we say he's good to go. Dude, I had, I had no idea. But this was good. Dude, I don't. I had no idea he was healthy. Like, legit. Everything I read was Sam Ellinger was going to start. Um. Colts needed that because they're a very good team. I think they're a good team. Dude, it's just, I don't know what happened. I, they're often, so we've been talking about it for the past couple of weeks, and like me being a Colts fan, their offensive line does not look the same at all. Like, Matt Ryan had no time in the, those, like, first, <laughs> the first nine weeks, man. He had, like, when he played, or the first seven weeks that he played, he had no time to throw the ball. He was getting sacked left and right. We don't have a big-name receiver. Jonathan Taylor was banged up because they're working him to the fucking ground. So it's nice to see that, like, they went outside the box with their coaching staff, and it's nice to know that Matt Ryan was actually healthy, and he actually had a pretty goddamn good game. So I I can't really be mad, but um, I was impressed with Jeff Saturday as a head coach, first first NFL win, you know what I mean? I thought that was... Center... Yeah, man. He's been, what do you say? I played for 14 years. I've been to the playoffs 12 times. Been to the Super Bowl twice. He's like, I, I know how to lead people, man. Like, he's like, let me, let me rock. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let me rock. He goes, if I, if I coach these next eight games and I stink, hey, God bless. Thank you for the opportunity. 
He's like, but you just don't know. So super pumped. It's a good way to come into that week. With no coaching experience, just like that yeah. player. No, exactly. The last, I think the only coaching experience he has, which is nowhere near NFL, was he was his, high, his son's high school football coach. They went 2-7. 2-7. and seven. Two, and seven. <laughs> two weeks ago, this guy's on his couch chilling. Yo, the Raiders don't look good. Two weeks later, he's in Vegas beating them. Like, that's some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like Jeff Saturday. I always was a fan of him. Like, as a, as a Colt, he protected Peyton Manning. He went out to uh, Green Bay, protected Aaron Rodgers, and then the last year, uh, Peyton's last year, he made it to the Pro Bowl. Well, obviously, Peyton made it. Jeff Saturday did playing for the Packers. Like, they're that close that, like, he switched over to the AFC side just to snap the ball to Peyton Manning one last time. You know what I mean? Like, I have faith in Jeff Saturday. Was At first, I was like, I don't know how I feel. But watching the way they played this game, they were really more aggressive. Uh, Matt Ryan looked good. Jonathan Taylor picked up 147 rushing yards. Like, that's what we need out of him. Um, receivers, Paris Campbell seems to be the guy for Matt Ryan. Uh, and I'm just glad he's healthy because that dude couldn't stay healthy at all, Paris Campbell. Like, we drafted him out of Ohio State. He was supposed to be, like, the next Reggie Wayne type of guy. And every year he's been in the league, he's gotten hurt. And this year he, he did get hurt, but he's able to play. And he's finally, like, building a chemistry with the quarterbacks. Sam Ellinger, I love the guy. I'm a fan of him. I think he should have got more time. He only played two games. But that's my rant about the Colts. They fucking won. Let's go. It's about goddamn time. Dude, I, seriously. The, uh, all right. I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but let's talk about that that Packers-Cowboys game. Whew. Is Aaron Rodgers the Dallas Cowboys kryptonite? Is that what it is? No, he's just a bad man. He's just a bad dude when it comes down to playing against Dallas, man. I mean, in general, he's just... Reigning defending MVP two years in a row, but like they got they got embarrassed by the Lions in Week Nine, and I think that was the the snapping point, if you will, for yeah. for Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what was wrong with them. Yeah. So this game was wild. Green Bay thirty-one to twenty-eight over the Cowboys went into overtime. Yeah, you see, Aaron Rodgers didn't really have much going on besides those three touchdowns. I mean, great numbers. Great numbers. But Aaron Jones went went off. Went off, dude. He was unbelievable. So 136 yards on 24 touches and a touchdown. Yo, this is pretty crazy. So we were talking about it. We talked about it earlier. Christian Watson with his four, four for four. Four targets, four receptions, 107 yards, and three touchdowns. He had a 58-yard touchdown in the second. That was the longest Packers completion of the season. Wait, who? which one? Christian Watson. He had a 58-yard touchdown. I didn't see it. In the second half. Christian Watson? Yeah, scroll down. Or it was the second quarter, maybe. Oh, here. I'll do it right here. Oh, okay, right here. Yeah, so in the second quarter, excuse me, not the second half. Uh, that was the longest. 58 yards. Yep. Yeah. That was the longest what? That was their longest. Hold on, I got to read it. The longest completion 
of the season for them. Nice. Yeah. Week 10. 58 yards. <clears throat> and maybe... Uh, I playing the short game. I mean, dude, he's only threw... <laughs> Aaron Rodgers only threw the ball 20 times. I know. That's crazy. 14 for 20, though. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He had great numbers. Definitely had great numbers. 20 See, is not that much, though. No. Especially against a team like Dallas. You know they're going to score. I mean, C.D. Lamb alone... Had 150 yards and a touchdown, and then Tony Pollard ran all over Green Bay. He had a what 115 yards and 22 carries. Like Dallas was throwing the ball. Like what is what was Dak's numbers? How many times? 40 what? 27 for 46 for 265 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. So he threw the ball double the amount that Aaron Rodgers did. Yeah, hell yeah, double. It's fucking crazy, dude. I thought it was wild. I thought Dallas was going to smoke him, to be completely honest with you. I thought Dallas was going to run up in there and just. Plus, see Mike McCarthy, the head coach, used to coach the Packers. Shout out to the Packers, man. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is that guy. He's a bad man. A bad, bad. He's a bad man. Pull out that win. Dude, so. Oh, never mind. I'll talk about that fantasy. We'll get into it later. We're coming. We're almost there. Yeah, I, I Aaron Jones is the guy for in Green Bay. That's my dude. Um, we'll see. They got they got a tough schedule coming up too. Every, I mean, it's the last half of the season, everybody's schedule should be pretty tough, in my opinion. You know, a lot four of, and six though, it's tough. I mean, dude, in what the Vikings are eight and one. Yeah, like unless again. Unless Aaron Rodgers decides to just go on a tear, which he can he do. Needs like, to he needs people to catch the ball. He said it, you know what I mean? Yeah, he, he just needs yeah. his guys to catch the ball. So, All right, well. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. keep our eye on the Packers after this. They're fired up after after beating the Cowboys. Yeah. All right. We'll go right into Sunday night football. Uh, I called it the Bosa Bowl. Not realizing that. Joey uh, Joey Bosa actually didn't even play. <laughs> I forgot he was hurt. But that game was wild, man. I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing. I'm an old man. I fell asleep early. Uh, but it looks like the nine, uh, Christian McCaffrey scored a touchdown late, and their defense really, really controlled the game. Uh, they beat the Chargers 22-16. to Yeah. Was the welcome back party for Elijah Mitchell. He had 18 carries for 89 yards. He out uh, <clears throat> outperformed Christian McCaffrey, which I thought was interesting. Uh, I like Elijah Mitchell. I think he's also trying to prove like why they drafted him now that he's healthy. But if you look at the the running back numbers for the uh, 49ers, real quick, you see the difference between him and McCaffrey. You know what I mean? Like McCaffrey had a tutty, but this dude had more more yards. So, Elijah Mitchell, welcome back. Good for my fantasy team. We'll talk about that soon. Um, The Chargers offense. um, I mean, Justin Herbert probably had the worst game of the season. His worst game of the season. And it wasn't even really that bad, I guess. He just didn't throw for a lot of yardage. Was it 21 for 35, 196, and then 1-1, one touchdown, one interception? I mean, this dude's usually throwing like 250 and up. So this was not a typical Justin Herbert game. You know, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen both still being out definitely hurts them. Um, 
the guy that stood out to me in this game for the Chargers, you know, a lot of people are probably thinking I was going to say Austin Eckler. Uh, no, I am going to say DeAndre Carter. Uh, four receptions. I think he was four for four, if I'm not mistaken. He had four, four targets, four receptions, 64 yards, and a touchdown. That was probably the most exciting player on the San Diego, uh, excuse me, the Los Angeles Chargers this weekend. But needless, whenever the Chargers play the Niners, it's always a dope matchup. It's nostalgic. You know, we remember what the 49ers did to them in the Super Bowl back when we were youngins, man. It was bad. It was real bad. Uh, just wanted to say one thing before we jump into the really big upset of the week, the huge upset of the week. Uh, Cooper Cup, ankle surgery happening. He's out for who knows. Both quarterbacks in that game, the Rams and the Cardinals. Uh, let's just hope that Kyler Murray and Matt Stafford come back for those guys next week. Let's just hope that. Was, that game was ugly. But Monday Night Football... The Washington Commanders, or as I call them, the Washington football team, went into Philadelphia in a it's a divisional matchup, dude. Divisional matchup. Division Dude, they went in there. Again, another game with some questionable calls. But Washington went into Philly and pulled out a W. First team to I didn't see that happening. I did not see Washington being the first team to beat Philly. I did not. A lot of people were saying that Philly wasn't going to lose a game till Christmas Eve when they played Dallas. Crazy, bro. Like, crazy. You're talking about a month. Over a month, they weren't going to lose a game. Like, it's we've seen it. Yeah. It's not like it's not doable. But the fact that this is the first time, and I forgot how many years, that they've started off this hot, dude. God bless Philly. But shout out to the fucking commanders, dude. Huge, huge game. Ron Rivera. Uh, was playing in honor of his mother. His mother passed away a, f- a few days before the game. So I had a feeling if I would have known that before the game, mm-hmm. then I would have said, damn, Washington might actually pull off a W. And they, they did, man. Taylor Haneke went in there, balled out. I mean, didn't have a great game per se, but didn't have a bad game. Managed, no, the, managed uh, the game. That's all right. Yeah, I know they're running back. I think the running backs were the ones that had the, uh, I mean, Scary Terry went off too, man. Scary Terry had eight receptions for 128 yards. No touchdowns. No Where'd touchdown. they get all the points? Where they get all the points from? So they had uh, uh, Antonio Gibson touchdown. I don't know why it's not on there, but Brian Robinson scored a touchdown. Both of their running backs scored a touchdown back-to-back. I'm not missing even, something. Yeah, he's not even up there. Um, I think they had, if I'm not mistaken, they had uh, an interception or two. Their defense played really well. Yeah, so Taylor Haneke threw one. Can you go up to the Eagles real quick? He threw one interception as well. So if you go, if you scroll down, it tells you the, uh, like the the vocal points of the game, like where they scored their points. Yeah. Down, uh, scroll down a little further. Yeah, you could do that too. Exactly. So it tells you every score. Like, every time somebody scores. So, Jalen Hurst had the first touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Gold- Goddard had the second touchdown. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you'll see the touchdown. Field. Antonio Gibson scored off the bat. They kicked the field goal. And then in the second quarter, I'm pretty sure that's when Brian Robinson had a touchdown. Yeah. 
and another field goal. So their defense played well. Uh, offensively, they obviously they could have played better, but very very sloppy game by the Eagles. Mad uh, field goals. Yeah, it was very very sloppy, dude. Like I was reading a couple stories about it this morning, mm. and majority, even like Philadelphia writers, um, were saying like this is like this was scary to see how sloppy the Eagles played. But like, dude, you, you won eight games in a row. Like, you lost one. Okay. Going to next week, one to know. You know what I mean? You got to just, you can't like dwell on that. You're going to fuck up your whole season off one loss in a divisional matchup. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. Like, keep it pushing, man. So, yeah, so Brian, yo, that's what I don't understand why he's not up there because this is, these are his numbers. Look, he had 26, carry, eight, 26 carries, 86 yards, and a touchdown. He's not even listed up there uh, for the for Washington. Right? I'm not bugging. <laughs> not even listed up there. That's crazy. Very, very weird. That's crazy. NFL.com. Yeah, dude. They've been slacking on their Mac and with that shit. All right. So here's the question I have about the Philadelphia Eagles. Was that the loss they got out of their system and now it's back to back to going on? That, that, that or Commanders figuring them out. Mm. Or they just had a bad day. Yeah. I hear you. I think it had to happen sooner or later. Yeah, it definitely had to happen sooner or later, but also that's the end of it. It's done. They're never going to win another game forever. That's it. It's over. <laughs> See you later. Nah, it's good. <laughs> shout out Los. He's at you guys. Yeah, shout out to Los. Uh, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I think... If they don't let it bother them, then it sh- they should definitely only lose a couple more at the most. Yeah. But. I think they need to lock up that rush defense. If I guess they're ahead. Though, that's the only. Imp- we, were su- we were talking about it with Lenny la- uh, last episode. They're really the biggest concern. I mean, I'm not concerned by this for them. Mm-hmm. It happens. You're going to lose a game. Uh, it's just their rushing defense. Their rush defense is like not. That's their weak point, and that's not talking shit. Like it's if you look at it, I think majority of the teams they play, they've had over hundred yard rushers, uh, over hundred yards of rushing put up against them. This is the only game I think they haven't, but combined they did. You know what I mean? Like they had like hundred and twenty rushing yards just off of Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. I think they. I hate to be the team that they. I think the Colts play them this week. I hate to be the Colts, to be honest with you. Going yeah. in, yeah, they're going at least they're going to Indianapolis. But I hate to be the Colts in this situation. Yeah. Like Philly, Philly's mad. They're yeah. mad, dude. They're in. They're tight. So we'll see. I I think Dallas gives them a hard time on Christmas Eve. But like that's Christmas Eve. That's a month away. Like I'm not even. That's a month and t- nine days away. So. We'll talk about that down the road, but yeah, that was uh, that was our football Sunday. The only other upset that I just want to mention real quick before we get into fantasy, and then we got to talk about UFC as well. Super hype about that. Uh, the only other upset that was crazy that I didn't think was going to happen was the Steelers beat the Saints, uh, twenty to ten. Uh, that's crazy. The Lions beat the Bears, and then probably the most boring game of the week was the Titans and the Broncos. Uh, we don't even need to talk about that. That game was boring. So, yeah, that's week 10. That is week 10. Now, fantasy. 
Talk a little fantasy. Yeah. How'd your week go? Not good. Mine went pretty well. You won in uh you won in our league? Yeah, so I got Justin Fields off the waivers. Oh, yeah, I know I tried to grab him too. Good, and, good move. And Aaron that's the that's the the week Aaron Rodgers went off and I sat Aaron Rodgers for Justin Fields. Mm. But then he got forty nine fantasy points. I think he got he got like another hundred and fifty yards rushing. Yeah, he's like, like number six in rushing in the league. It's crazy. So then I beat Tech. Everyone's like, oh, you got to beat Tech. So I beat nice, Tech. Nice, dude. Good shit. And I'm like three and seven, I think. I think you and I are. No, you got four wins, I think, though. Me and Ev both are. I'm above him, though, I think, because of points scored or something like that. Yeah. I got I got smoked. I knew I was going to. I made a couple bad decisions. Shout out to my cousin Frank. He He whooped me. I looked solid on Sunday. Sunday was solid. I was like, I might pull this off, not realizing that he had Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith uh, going Monday night. Like I left, I left some points on my bench that killed me. I actually, in all my leagues, I only won one league this week. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the leagues I'm actually, I'm like killing it in. But smoke, bro. I got, I got smoke. Evbo beat me in one league. You got. Fantasy? Nope. Oh, you got fantasy? No. Nah. No, man. We, I'm obsessed with it. It's bad. I used to play. I used to play. And I won, too. Hell yeah, good, man. Next, I love it. Next week, I play you. Or this week. Oh, man. You're this gonna, week. I need, I need to win this game. Yeah. I will. I got Goddard out. Yeah. And uh, Metcalf on a bye. Metcalf on Yeah, Seattle's on a bye next week. And uh, I think that's it. So, but I don't have any any running backs really. Yeah, I mean, I, I I almost I really fucked up by not trading uh, Leonard Fournette earlier. Yeah, because now I would like to. I mean, I got David Montgomery, who I was trying to get rid of, but Khalil Herbert. Got placed on the IR, so he's out for the next four weeks. So David Montgomery's going to get a lot of work. All right. I mean, Justin Fields is a, is the running back as well, but um, now I'm like, fuck, Leonard Fournette's kind of shit in the bed. But I did grab that kid Rashad White. Tech dropped him, so I got him as a keeper. So I don't know what I'm going to. do. I mean, I, keepers will figure out like towards the end of the season because like I stopped doing the sheet. But what I'll do is once the season's over, obviously whoever wins wins. I'll go and write out everybody's picks. So how do you, so if Justin so how, if, if Justin Fields is undrafted, then when I pick him up, he gets his, his automatic fifteenth pick. Well, it depends on who you dropped him for. Uh, if you dropped him for somebody that you drafted, uh-huh. he would get that spot. Oh, uh, word, word. But if you if, drafted him for somebody that you didn't draft. Uh huh. He would be automatic 16th round. 16th round, okay. And then right. say you keep two 16th round, like you have options because uh-huh. you do. You're gonna have options for that round. Yeah. Like say you want to keep two 16th rounders. Yeah. One of them's just gonna move up to 15. All right, all right. So you'd be like, okay, I want this guy in the 15th, this guy in the 16th. I'll when, once the season's over and you see everything right now, it'll yeah. be a little bit easier because right now it's all over the place. All right, all right, all right. But essentially, what we what we're doing in our league is. For those that don't know, we're doing a keeper league. So you get to keep two players on your roster that you drafted 
after the sixth round. So between round six and 16, you could keep two players for next season. If you drop on somebody and pick somebody up, they automatically move to like the 16th round, so like your last pick. So it's kind of like building your team a little bit. And you could do it for like, I've seen people do it for like three years and then reset, five years and then reset. So I'm try- this is our first year, our first year as a as a podcast doing a, a fantasy football league. So we got twelve guys. Fucking, it worked out nicely. It worked out really good. And it's actually ended up being like a really good year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's either like there's like two teams that are fucking nasty, and then literally like everybody else is like middle of the pack. Like there's really not a bad team. Like record wise, yes, but like on paper, nobody really has a bad team. Yeah, that's true. It's crazy. Especially for a 12-man league, you don't see that. But this is probably the weirdest year for fantasy football and football in general. Mm. Like, the people who are scoring, the people who, like, obviously, you know. It's good football this year. Oh, absolutely. I feel like it's one of those A lot of injuries. That's the other thing. Mad injuries. The bye weeks are, the way they did the bye weeks this year are nuts, dude. There's so many studs out on, like, the same week. But I feel like, excuse me, I feel like it was guys that you wouldn't expect to go off are going off. Mm-hmm. People that you had, oh, this guy's going to go through the roof, are, like, not doing shit. Yeah. Sleepers, sleepers. Yeah, that's all it's about now. It's all about those, like, sleepers, the late-round picks, and that's why I wanted to do the keepers yeah, that My DK Metcalf pick, that was a sleep, nice sleeper, but nobody thought, like, C.D. Lamb, not, like, he, but he just, those aren't, like, just, like, people you, like, really, like, go, oh, I'll make, I want to make sure if I, if I can, I'm going to grab C.D. Lamb. If he's available, you definitely get him. Yeah. But I got, like, DK Metcalf. Uh, who else? You got um, CD Lamb, DK. Uh, Etienne, who be, ended yeah. up becoming really good. Yeah, the running back from the Jaguars. Yeah. yeah. Dude. And with guys like that, like, he was hurt all last year. So he got drafted last year, and he got hurt. He didn't play at all. Mm. He played one game. Word. So nobody knew what he was Nobody knew what he was going to do. Yeah. And I'm, Took him a while to warm up, but... Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 I don't remember where I drafted him, but if I check, hopefully, it was. You're good. Late. Yeah, dude, to get him and Justin Fields for next year, dude, that's smart. A lot of people don't think about taking a quarterback. Hell yeah, dude! Justin Fields gonna grab rush hundred yards a game. Yo, why not? That's like, if he stops, then he'll probably start throwing more touchdowns. Hopefully, I mean they're trying to put weapons around him. You know, Chase Claypool isn't the greatest, but it's an upgrade. They should have never got rid of Allen Robinson, to be honest with you, because he's out with the Rams not doing shit, which is unfortunate. I drafted, dude, I drafted him in one league, and I drafted Robert Woods in another league, thinking that Robert Woods was going to be good in Tennessee as the number one. But cheeks, yo, like, they have no throwing game out there. It's, It's ridiculous. But in this league... I really thought I was going to be able to, like, do some work and get scraped. Scra- I was up. hoping I was going to ignite a little bit sooner, but I'm I'm coming back a little bit. Yo, Jamar Chase might come back soon. I'm thinking I'm making a trade for with, with Jamar Chase Yo, to get not? a running back. Why not? It'd be against you, though, to win, to be you. Dude, listen. What if I trade against you? What if I make a trade with you to beat you? Yeah. Hey, yeah, man, if you want to do it, you can do that. I know Frank Frank said it today. I know, I saw that. Hey, that's not bad. He's made me offers already, though. I bet he has. He so, made me an offer, too. Yeah. I love how Justin was like, I'll take Jeff Wilson. 
It's like they make him an offer, dude. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll take him. Like, <laughs> make him an offer, bruh. Dude, that's mad funny. We'll see. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting matchup. Like, I need to win this week, but if you win, I'm, I'm out. Like, I'm already, like, halfway out the door anyway. Yeah. But I thought I could make a little run because after this, there's technically three or four more weeks of the regular season until we make the playoffs. Yeah. And right. I'm projected super low this week. So I, I'm like, I think I'm pretty much out. This week's going to be wild. I mean, this week in general is going to be wild, but it's going to be a low scoring week for everybody. Yeah. With, with injuries and bye weeks, it's going to be low scoring, dude. Yeah. Low scoring. I mean, I would think. Maybe Justin Fields gets 85 points. <laughs> Just fucking completely takes over the game. Dude, hey, listen, anything's possible, man. I mean, he could probably, if he has a day, he'll probably give you, he can, he can give you like 50 to 60 points. No, yeah, yeah, but that, I mean? that's he's done, it so, he's done it already, so it's probably yeah. going to be a normal. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, any given Sunday, man. Any given see. Sunday. Well, I wish you good luck, sir. I didn't realize we were playing no. each other. Yeah, straight. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, trade deadline, 15 days. For fantasy? For fantasy. In our league. In our league. A lot of leagues are doing it, like, this week. Mm -hmm. We got to the 30th. We got to the 30th. So, we got two weeks. Let's, uh... I'm ready for UFC. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm ready for UFC, man. Let's Let's get into it. it. Hell, yeah. Fucking... Let's see, because none of this shit is loading for some reason. Uh, let's see. UFC 281 straight from the, Hell yeah. the motherfucking Mecca. And let's so I didn't see I didn't get to see it because I was at the fucking Mohegan at the Goose show. <laughs> Dope. But uh Dan Hooker beat our dude. Yo, I saw that fight. I was Wasn't the did the guy like have him? He was cranking on something, and early, Dan Hooker was like didn't bother him at all. Early on, uh, that's what I heard. The Peruvian prince, they were doing work. They're having a good fight. Yeah, and then every because he's a grappler, he likes his ground game. Goes for the legs. He would literally drop to his back every yeah. time. And Dan Hooker was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna fucking bait. Like, you're not baiting me, dude. Yeah. Like you could literally see it in his face. Yeah. Like every time he went in for something, he would drop to his back and like try to grab him up." And Dan Hooker was just like, nah. like literally sitting there looking at him, like, "Yo, bro, like, no, I'm not doing that." Yeah. So, the fans were getting a little rowdy. They were, but yeah, that so I was beat a, him up. Yeah, Dan Dan Hooker did some work. And it went to a decision. Uh, I think ha- no, he knocked him out in the second round. If oh, I'm not mistaken. Really? Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, knockout second round. Oh, yeah. Nice, dude. Yo, he cracked him. Nice. That's sick. I wish I would have saw that one. Yeah. I would, but I wouldn't have bet on him to win, but because we had that pr- proven prince member. Yeah, but we should have. Renzo, him. dude, he did not have faith in him. Renzo's very upset that this kid's name is the Peruvian prince. Renzo's like, what? <laughs> like, nah, nah, nah. He's like, nah, that don't happen. He's like, that ain't no Peruvian prince. He's like, get that guy out of here. Ah, oh, dude, this fight. <sighs> Frank Yeager. It was bad. First round knockout. I felt bad. I honestly felt bad for the dude, yo. Like, I felt bad for Frankie Edgar. He's like, my fucking kids are here. <laughs> you <laughs> can tell he was like, he got, no- yo, he got knocked the fuck out. Like, bad. Bad. Oh, man. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, dude. That fight, I actually, I, like, I literally, I felt, I legit felt bad. Yeah. Got cold. Like, I mean, just, like, rocked, bro. 
Alright, we'll find it. Yo, look at it real quick. We can probably see it. We can probably find it somewhere. I couldn't believe it, dude. I was like, yo. Homeboy just got Molly Wild. (laughs) He was like, He's like, not not really the way I wanted to go out, man. My fucking kids are here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he w- they were cool. Like, but this is it right here. Yep. What fight was it? Oh, okay. Uh, Frankie Edgar and uh, Gutierrez. Oh yeah, the knee to the chest. Yo, it was it was fucked up because if you look at um, if you look at Gutierrez's face, like he, you could tell he didn't want to like knock him out. Like you know what I mean? Like you could tell he was like, "Fuck." Look at this. Boop. That's it. Fight over. Yeah. See you later, dude. Yeah. It was, it was, I felt bad for him, dude. I really did. But, I mean, Frankie Edgar had a hell of a career. You know what I mean? Not obviously the way he want, you want to go out, but it was crazy. Bro. I felt bad. Like, he literally legit, like, walked back to the, he was walking back to the dressing room, locker room, looked like he wanted to cry. Like, I felt so bad for him, you know, because I know he wanted to win that. It was your last fight ever in UFC, like. Yeah, well, he just walked into on him. <laughs> yeah, he really, he walked into yeah. the illest knee, dude. Oh. And then we had Justin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. That was my favorite fight of the night. I didn't get to see that one either. Oh, dude, look at the highlight real quick, Mikey, if you can. Let's see what we got. This was my fight of the night. I know I said it. I, I can't help but say it again. A lot of oohs and ahs in this one, Mikey. You know what I'm saying? Is it, I'm sorry, you said this was your favorite? This was my favorite fight yeah. of the night. A lot of, a lot of oohs and ahs. one of the most well-rounded fighters in the lightweight division since moving up and has been very impressive. Poirier mm. brings in a very exciting skill set along with his dirt. Let's just see the fucking highlights. It's taking forever to fucking load. Make them. another mark in the UFC tonight with another big win over one of the greats. Tonight's betting odds have Chandler coming in at a plus 180 small underdog, and Poirier comes in at a minus 210 favorite. Yep. All right, here's how it went down. Round one starts, and Chandler comes out with a wide stance ready Yo, to explode. Like Chandler was gonna early was fucking him up in the beginning of the Every fight. Shot yeah. He throws is with all his power. This is gonna be the highlights. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure Chandler broke his nose. He was gushing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, gushing, blood everywhere. Bro. Fuck. Yeah. Like, you can see Poirier, like, wiping that dude's blood out of his own eye, Like, out of his eyes. He was like, what the fuck, dude? 
that's some better highlights. Yeah. Like, they were banging out, bro. Like, they were... Oh, yeah, Michael Chandler's trying to win. He's trying to go for that belt, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. He was trying, man. He was hitting him with some mean body shots. But as you can see, he was throwing bombs all night, too. That's where... That's where everybody thought it was over. When you had him up against the cage like that. Mm -hmm. And then this is where... Oh. Yeah, dude. It kind of slammed it on himself. That might have hurt him more. I think it did. Oh. Yeah. Dude, they were, it, again, my favorite uh. my favorite fight of the night. Dude. Yeah, so, yeah. Basically, yeah, that, shit, that shit was fire, and then he submitted him. Yeah, he choked him out. I thought Dustin Poirier was going to win by knockout, but submission's good. Crazy. And then the Whaley fight, that's Ooh. when I, I caught it. I caught her fucking, uh, and, you know. Dude. I, I don't know if I saw, I think I saw, I don't know if I saw the fight start, but I did get to catch the Izzy Alex Pereira fight. Dude. Al, Alex Pajera. And we fucking uh, bet 50 bucks on the Pereira knockout. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Good shit, dude. And that, well, that was fight of the night, probably. It was, I mean, because it was for that fight, title fight, and yeah. it's like, that's like the, the cra- like, is he supposed to win to be like, yo, I'm the king, like, you're just, that was in the past, and boom, he lost the same way he lost, he lost that guy now three times. Yeah. Two in kickboxing, one UFC, you know, for the belt. And I, do you think that he was out? Like, do you think the ref was right for calling the fight? For stopping it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Izzy doesn't argue it. So. No, I, I, dude, he took the loss, like, gracefully. Yeah, yeah. He was very humble. Like, he's like, damn, it happened again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, his press conference was dope. I yeah. give him a lot of credit. He also did, like, um, I don't know how many, but I listened to him on a podcast the day after the fight. Oh, really? Yeah. He was humble about it. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, he's cool as fuck. Yeah, I, that's what I like about him. He's he like, wants to fight him again. Oh, for sure. So for sure, he wants to do three fights in the UFC with him. You know that's gonna happen. Dude. Oh, it has to. He has to rematch him and then trilogy. Did you see the um, his cornermen for uh, Pereira's cornermen? So when they're they're getting was ready Glover to, one of his cornermen? Yeah, Glover was there. So it was the two other guys, uh-huh. and they're standing across from each other, getting ready. You know, Bruce, you know, Buffer's doing his thing, and you just see them. Yo, they're like. Looking at Izzy just doing this. Uh-huh. I was like, yo. And then uh, Pereira said, uh, I'm ready to die. You know how yeah. like, I was like, this is about to get crazy, yeah, dude. It, dude. Was a, it was a good fight. I yeah. Get it. Yo, then, you know they fucking train in Danbury? No. Glover, Teixeira, and um, he, uh, Alex Pereira trains with Glover, Teixeira, and they train in Danbury. I didn't know that. Yeah, they train in Connecticut. Yeah. One, so. of our, uh, one of our boys actually met him. Oh, word. Yeah, he... Uh, Came through with the belt. Nice. Dude. Yeah, I was like, "What?" He's in game one of his. Yeah, because Glover Deshero yeah, had the belt, but then he's he's fighting a rematch to get the try to for Ziri for the belt back. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, still. Is that the next one? Uh, I don't know if it's December or it's coming yeah, up. I know. It's, Maybe it is December. Could I think be. It might be. And Patty the Batty. Yeah. 
Uh, shout out to Molly the Meatball, man. Uh, yeah. That was brutal. Uh, she's a tough. She's a tough chick, though. I'll give her that. But she she couldn't. Unfortunately, didn't do anything in that fight. Got caught in the crucifix. Home chick was just bopping her, and tapped her out. And she didn't. You know, the, like, you could see it in her face that she. She didn't want to tap out. Oh, money gonna do. No way. No way. That's I mean, what happens in the UFC. You get caught sometimes. Yeah. They were saying that. Uh, they were saying that if Patty was on this card, she would have won. Yeah. They're saying whenever they're most, they're always on the same card and they always win. Yeah. And like everybody was like, oh, because Patty wasn't on the card. It's like, yeah, we'll see. Patty's fighting next card. We'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I thought two eighty one was good. It was stacked. It was a great, great card. Those, great card. Those last three fights. That really Izzy fight is insane. That he gets that happens, but. You know what fight that, actually? That's what fucking. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, 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 I'm uh, saying that's what that's what like fighting is. Like you never know what could fucking happen. You know what fight was actually really good too? Yeah. Um, it was a prelim. Uh, Ryan Spann versus Dominic Reyes. Oh, oh, okay. Superman. Yeah. Yo, Dominic. Okay, yeah. <sighs> Dominic Reyes is uh, the the 205 guy. He fought John Jones and almost beat him. Right? That's that guy. I'm pretty sure. Okay. He's yo. Yeah. Spann. He's a beast. Dominic Reyes, did can, he get a knockout? Yeah, he's If you could watch that fight, bro. He's, yeah. I mean, dude, it was fast. It was fast. It was almost oh, as fast yeah. as that, like, Frankie Edgar. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. Crazy. He just stood there. Oh, yeah, dude. dude. He's, he's, like, there's an argument that he, like, might have won the decision against John Jones. Mm. But he has, he's fucking, he's good. He's a beast. Yo, I was impressed. Because like you said, only UFC that I know about is what you talk about and what we talk about. Yeah. So for me to be able to, like, watch pretty much from 8 o'clock till the end of the night, I got to see a lot of guys that I heard of but never actually watched them fight. Mm-hmm. And that dude, like, oh, mean, yeah, rocked him. Yeah, if, you, if you can watch the highlights of that when you have time, dude, check out that fight. Oh, uh, yeah. I was highly impressed with that. Okay. Yeah, man. Dude, so what? December tenth, next UFC two eighty two. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that, but we got a fight night. I think in between, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's the one. That's the Tashera. Yeah, so Glover is okay. Yeah, that's gonna and be Patty. A, yep. And so that, and Bryce Mitchell. That's gonna yeah, be fire. That's gonna be a big ass card. I'm looking forward to that. That's December tenth. Oh, they got Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis fight night. That's uh, this Chris coming Spivak. Saturday. <laughs> He's a beast, though. Yeah, that's this coming Saturday. Oh, and then Wonder Boy. Oh, that's on December third. We got another fight night on December third before two eighty two. Oh yeah, I love that. I love that. So yeah, we'll keep you up to date on some UFC. Uh, next episode, we'll keep you updated on week eleven. Maybe throw in uh, you know, basketballs here. We got to get some basketball talk going in. So Absolutely. or some soccer. Yeah, we got the, oh yeah the twentieth yes the World Cup uh, the FIFA World Cup starts on the twentieth yeah Shakira is gonna be actually um the singer there this is actually gonna be the fourth time so she's the first person to do it nice it's Dude. pretty big on you know I love for them. I love me some Shakira we all love some Shakira yeah dude she's like fine wine. Very fine. Work. She's like she's aged well. That's what I'm saying. She's like fifty. You, you can know. if you, if I didn't look mm-hmm. that up and like heard that somewhere, I'd be like get the fuck out of here, dude. She's like thirty, dude. She's fire, right? <laughs> she's fire. Uh, she fire. she's married with one of the best soccer players in the league too. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. Is she getting divorced? <laughs> yeah, soccer players. You know. <laughs> 
go around the world, me and the most beautiful thing. Yeah. Yo, you want to do plugs, Dan? Yeah, sure. Wherever Plug. that is. Um, <laughs> if you want to tell people where they can follow you and shit like that, or you don't have to oh. if you don't want to. Man, listen, man. You can just find me over here on the west side. My. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nah, nah. You can uh, holler me in the gram, um, L, um, Latasso. Um, if you want to understand what that is, you know, you know, you got Picasso that does the painting. And if you're you a Shedcast listener, you know he's been on there. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I do the latte, you know. And he does the lattes, El Latasso. Picasso style. I love you know. it. <laughs> you want to tell people, you don't have to if you want to. Throw your Instagram out there for anybody that wants to follow. <coughs> uh, it's, it's, it's the Wolf Man. Anyone want to follow me? <laughs> oh yeah, and then you can find me at Mike Knight CT all platforms and new music dropping all the time. You already know Shedcast Your Village Hit in the Shed, Sports March. Want to say thank you for um, inviting us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for being here, man. I appreciate it. Uh, like, well, you're welcome back whenever you want, my guys. You can find me at Gordo Antonio on Instagram, at Gordo Antonio ES on Twitter, Sports Smorts on IG. Shout out to the Shed Network. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I hope y'all have a great rest of your evening. Shout out to Renzo. That's it, y'all. Be safe. And in case you don't hear from them, birthday's this Friday. <laughs> Ex party. You know, might not come back. I'm in right. pursuit of happiness. <laughs> 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 Later.